the college football championship in 2006, USC versus Texas. And um, I wanted to talk about this topic, which was kind of random, but for so many reasons, uh, it can never be too random because it's always going to be relevant. Yeah, the Texas versus USC championship in 2006 was the greatest football game in college football history ever. Now, I'm going to talk about the specifics of this game to an extent and how this game amplified college football to another level. See, I'm going to put it like this, right? Um, This game consisted of plenty of front runners. Uh, Out of UT, you had Vince Young, of course, from out of Madison High School. Uh, Like, number one, uh, he was top three in his out the country coming out of uh, Houston, Texas. You had Lemon Sweet, the wide receiver who was cold. You had a lot of other guys, but it, it was so much talent on that uh, roster. I believe it was Selvin Young. Who else? Just just a, a list of people on that UT roster, especially on the defense. Um, guys like, I think it was a cornerback or a safety by the last name of Huff. Talent all across the board. They whole entire secondary, their year for UT went you know either in the first round or the fourth or fifth round like they just all everybody went out and the tight end was awesome too so mainly Vince Young was like he was the highlight of everything he was just I watched Vince Young play at Madison High School and I seen him play in some of those playoff championship games and I just want to tell you that was the greatest quarterback that I've ever seen, like, no matter where he goes, no matter where he's at, he's going to be accepted because his talent is just that. It's unbelievable. So I've seen this guy, I'm talking about throwing for 200, 300 yards from even then on, it was like people flying at him, people going full speed, the fastest players quarterback spying on him in high school chasing him down trying to tackle him but he not even moving that fast and it's like he see you out the corner of his eye but he just gonna pump fake and make you jump in the sky and run or he just gonna stiff on you or do a little spin move and you gonna fall off of him and then he gonna throw it down field for like 30 45 yards so this is what i've been seeing previous to the game and i i watched him all the way up to his first year in ut and i was just like I knew in the back of my mind, like, I swear to God, this man going to be the truth. And that whole time, USC, they had got Reggie Bush, and he was a top five player in the country at running back coming out. And they had Lindell White, and they had Matt Lionheart. So it was the most amazing outline. And then it's like it's always been like a rivalry of talent between Texas and California. Like I always say this, and I never will stop saying this, the best athletes, some of the best athletes in the world, I'm not talking about just football and basketball, some of the best athletes in the world 
come out of these few states. Texas, Florida, California, and Louisiana. Without those four states, a lot of this stuff would never exist. Without those four states and the talent out of those four states, a lot of the culture and sports period. And also, I also want to give a shout out to Virginia too because they held it down. Virginia is like Newport News, Virginia. That's another spot that's real condensed with a lot of talent, hella talent. But those four states that I named, tremendous talent across the board. If you look up Hall of Fame, I can t- I can guarantee you on my life, those four states that I named, most of the guys are women that came out of athletes. Athletes, they came out of those states. But back to the subject again. Once again, I say uh, that was the greatest game ever in college football history. Man, Vince Young and Reggie Bush's college career, they soared over their expectations. And I'm going to tell you why. See, Vince Young is the greatest college football quarterback ever, period. If they make a college football video game right now, Vince Young would have to be the number one guy on there. His overall would nearly be 100. He was unstoppable. And he knew he was unstoppable. What was crazy about the whole thing and was ironic about it was. See, Vince Young was the greatest college football quarterback ever. But Reggie Bush is the greatest college football player to ever play in college. I am telling you. I really had to sit back on it and I thought about it. You know, but I thought it was just because I grew up watching Reggie Bush play college football in his last year, in his last couple of years at USC. But when you look at this guy's highlights, when you look at the things he was doing, I don't think we will ever see somebody like that, like in another 20, 25 years or so. Like what that guy was doing, unbelievable. Reggie Bush would have the football and run and do a sweep to the left. And a whole team runs to the left to chase him. And he would stiff arm or juke the cornerback out. See the whole team coming. And he would do a juke move and juke back out to the right. And the whole team is on the left. And he leaving them going to the right. And go to the other cornerback, juke him out and run down the field. like, And he get pushed out of bounds by the safety at the 40, 50-yard run that was supposed to be. Just, you know, 10, 5, five 10 yards for a first down. And he did this a lot. He jumped over, dude. Like, that was the first running back that you've seen, like, in college football that was just literally like, okay, yeah, you, you're a 5'11 cornerback. You 185. You think that you hard or whatever because you at UCLA. Well, guess what? I'm going to jump over you because that's just what he was doing, you know? So when you look at college football now, Man, when those college football games came out, like, see, video games played played a big aspect in, like, the buildup for college football. Like, when you talk about NCAA football, man, I'm going to keep it real. From, like, 2002 all the way to 2008 
was like the cream of the crop for college football. Like it was on and popping. It was going crazy because these video games and like the jerseys and just the music. Like I remember the bands. Like, do you remember creating a college football player on NCAA football? Like, and you had to pick which schools you was going to, and you remembered the band music. Like, I was such a diehard UT fan. Like, it was unbelievable. And not only that, it was just knowing that this guy came from my neighborhood. So, I, I was just drawn to it in such a different way. And, man... That's one of those games. If you watch that game till this day, you still gonna be like entertained because it was that much of a great, awesome game. Like this game was in 2006, but listen, I'm gonna tell you how good UT and USC was. U UT and USC was so good, right? Vince Young and Reggie Bush already were starters their sophomore year. They was already starters. They was already uh uh gonna be in talks for like winning the Heisman but Matt Leinhardt he's another one Matt Leinhardt won the uh, Heisman his junior year I believe you know so it was already leading up 2005 I was a diehard Vince Young fan I was a diehard Vince Young fan I would man if somebody was talking crazy about Vince Young from my neighborhood I would almost go toe to toe argument debate man it ain't no reason, you know what I'm saying, for you to be denying, great, de de denying greatness. You feel me? Somebody who really put Houston on. Like. So I just wanted to get on, get on this topic because it's always going to be relevant and it's a legendary topic, you know what I'm saying? Because Vince Young and Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush came with that, Matt Lionheart. There was, like, there was like Batman and Robin, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, the rivalry between Texas and USC been going on for like 20 plus years. But people already was talking about next year, next year. And these teams actually did it. And when I tell you, Texas and USC for the Rose Bowl, it was talked about the whole entire week and a half. That's all you... Man, they weren't talking about the NFL as much. They weren't talking about the NBA as much. They was talking about Texas versus USC. Every time you turned on ESPN, you seen Reggie Bush talking, Matt Lionheart talking, uh, uh, Landell White talking, Vince Young talking, Lemon Sweet, or whoever else in that secondary for UT was going hard. Like That was the most anticipated college football game ever in history, period. But it was hard for me because I was in Little League and I was playing running back. And I was playing in uniforms that looked like USC. I was, I wanted to be like Reggie Bush. I wanted to play like Reggie Bush so bad, but I always was a Vince Young fan. But I just knew I didn't have the stature and I wasn't a quarterback. So when I played football, I used to play just like Reggie Bush. Like, till this day, I still could play running back and be like Reggie Bush. Like, that's just, if I had to name any player that I played, like, on offense, it was Reggie Bush. Like, I was just, I was just clowning dudes, you know what I'm saying? But that game is going to be, like, a game people are always going to remember. How can, I, how can I explain this? Like, all right, before the game, right, 
See, this is how I remember the game. Vince Young was in the locker room. They was playing T.I. music. I believe the song was King or something like that. And they had the bands out there. And USC was pumped up on the other side too. But, man, it was like people knew something amazing was about to happen. People expected this game to be great. And it actually lived up to their expectations. Like, now it's just Alabama beating the shit out of somebody. Like, I can't really recall too many championship games or Rose Bowl games I can really remember after that. I can, but in a sense, like, it was because of the UT versus USC game. So, during this game, it was back-to-back, right? It was like back-to-back. UT scored first, then USC scored back, then UT scored, and then USC scored back. Whether it was a field goal or a touchdown, it was back-to-back. It was back-to-back, but the defense was going hard. Like, it was hard hits, explosive hits. Dude's helmets was flying off. Like, this was before the flags. Like, you can jack a receiver up. You can knock a receiver out cold while he about to catch the ball. This was somebody got their helmet knocked off on the sideline and got depleted for real. And Reggie Bush, he was doing a lot, but that secondary, that secondary was gunning for him. So Reggie Bush had a hard time in that game. Like he he showed out. He got he got some good plays, but he had a hard time in that game because they was coming for his head. Reggie Bush was like. That was the number one talk. You watched his highlights when you played USC. Matt Leinart could throw the ball, but you was like, Reggie Bush, we going to have to get him. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, it was nothing but like pure talent. And Dale White, too, it was just pure talent. You know what I'm saying? It was like you got everything you wanted. It was like Vince Young, as soon as he dropped back and get the ball, bro, anything amazing can happen. People slinging and diving for him and chasing him down. And it's like he just jogging tiptoe. And this bro was so cool, calm, and collected. I'd never seen. I just never could. Th- I can't think of a quarterback like that, bro. How he just took his time in the pocket. He was aware of everything. But he never even showed that he cared until he had to. And then it was like after he did what he did, okay, USC got the ball. And you just waiting for Reggie Bush to get get the ball because you like, bro, anytime this man get the ball, he can juke the whole team and go for a touchdown. So this game was mouth. It was smash mouth football, head to head. I'm talking about big hits the whole game. Like, man. And I'm talking about it came down to the very end. The very end, like... You would swear this game, somebody had these guys backstage at an actor event in Hollywood, and they all gave them a script to make the game perfectly. That's how the game went. That's how the game went. And when I tell you, when it was all on the line, I honestly, for a second, doubted. UT winning the game. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, yo, I've been a diehard Vince Young fan for like, at this time, two and a half, three years now. And I seen this dude go from trying to understand a, a playbook, game plan, all this, the roster, from being a starter. And it was just like, I am looking at this. 
I am watching this right now. I didn't leave. That was like, I ain't going to lie. From a kid, I watched football. I ain't really getting into college football till this day. I'm not even still into it. But that was like the first real football game that I watched like from beginning to end. Like, I don't even know if I used the restroom. I was sitting down watching it. You know what I'm saying? At my uncle's house, I was watching it and I was just like, man, I was in there. Like, you couldn't tell. Forget watching the game on the TV. It was like I was in the stadium, man. You dig? So, man, when I seen how it played out, bro. See, I don't want to give people the underlying story of how it happened in the end, necessarily, the outcome. Because then the story would be kind of like I would want people who didn't see the game yet to see it for themselves. Like, if you watch this game and you, you already seen this game. Even if you don't even just look at this game, but do look at this game. When you see how calm Vince Young was in the most underlying, exciting moments ever in college football history. It was like he was a monk in the dojo. Just reading the offense. He ain't show no facial expressions. He wasn't, you know, crying and shouting. He wasn't moving all ballistic. He was just... Like he was at practice. He was just chiseled. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. How can I put this? In a sense, it was like how he took over the game in the end to help Texas win. I just legitimately thought he was the greatest ever. Like a kid coming from the same neighborhood as him, I just was like, this is the greatest college football player football player ever known to mankind. Like, I, I really looked at that. And they held up the trophy and stuff, and I was just like, this, this is. <laughs> so that's why I be like vouching and I be seeing like how they did him dirty in his career and stuff because. Man, when you talk about, to me, like, to me, still, like, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever of all time I've ever seen in my life. And when I tell you that uh, USC, I honestly feel like USC had more talent than Texas. No, USC had more talent than Texas. So that's why on a low end, I actually, at one point during the game, during this game, UT versus USC, I actually felt like UT was going to lose because all the talent that USC had. It was such a great, legendary, monumental game, but mainly because it was like Vince Young was, I mean, it was like Texas wasn't supposed to win, but Vince Young won. You dig? It was like Texas knew that they weren't supposed to be USC. USC was the team predicted to win. UT was more like the underdogs. UT was the underdogs, but we knew Vince Young was the top dog. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So, it was a game that at first it was just a game, but after this game was over, 
it was the talk after the game was over. It still was the talk for like a whole two and a half, three weeks. Where Vince Young will go? Is he the number one or is he the number two? Is he is it Vince Young or Reggie Bush? Is he the number one? So it was still a rivalry still. So like I said, man, this UT versus USC game, it skyrocketed. USC made I mean college football already may have been doing good, but this skyrocketed college football even more. They soared to new levels. And then that's when the Tim Tebow's and all that came out, the Taylor Mays and, um, you know, just different uh, Oregon, LeGlaire Blount, and, um, you know, just different players that came out after that, you know, Calvin Johnson, you know. But, uh, man, that game just, like, soared college football to new heights, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was playing college football after that. Uh, NCAA football after that Everybody Everybody was using UT Everybody You know So it's like I made this video I mean I made this podcast Because it's like people quickly forget Like how legendary Vince Young was In college football But not even just college football Madden He was on the cover of Madden you know what I'm saying? It's like people want to bring up all these other players, but they do not want to give credit due to the greatest college football player of all, I mean, college quarterback of all time. Reggie Bush is the greatest college football player of all time. But Vince Young beat him. Their USC team was better than UT. But Vince Young beat them. He sealed the game. <laughs> So it was ironic that they was better than UT, but Vince Young was like, y'all better than UT, but these my boys, so we going to win the game, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, if if you if you a USC fan, man, I'm always going to throw that in your face. I'm always going to smother that in your face. Because in 06, man, we already knew. We already knew, man. USC was the better team, but guess what Vince Young was the dude that you couldn't stop, man. Like like they <laughs> like they said Philly, man, that John, you couldn't stop that John, man. You couldn't stop that John, man. So yeah, I wanted to get on that subject. You know, because people be forgetting, people be so wrapped up into who the newest dude is who just because you knew you ain't all the way established i don't know about a lot of these players in college football i didn't like patrick mahomes i don't know i, I wouldn't i ain't know what he was doing in college football bro where did he come from baker mayfield yeah right. you know what i'm saying and Kyler murray is another one that's why i know a lot a lot about Kyler murray i respect Kyler murray because i seen him play in high school but not only that, he did stuff in college football. See, some dudes, they hit their spurt in the NFL, but it's just like, I feel like if you if you lived up to the hype in college football and it transitioned into the NFL, you a real legend, bro. You a real legend. Vince Young run rookie of the year. He got on Madden, you know, and I feel like he was supposed to win the Super Bowl, but Jeff Fisher didn't want him to win the Super Bowl because Jeff Fisher never wanted him. His situation was simply a situation beyond his control. He went to the wrong team. 
The Texans should have got him, but they didn't. We we settled for David Carr. So you know that's that's how the ball went. I'm trying to tell you, but man, other news, man. Like I said, man, I wrapped that wrapped that subject up because you know it's not it's not much else really that trending to me. You know, but I do wanna uh. I do want to say after that I was UT die hard. I was just like, I was going hard, man. I really, I really was just like on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Vince Young, man. What he did, man. After that, he won that championship. It sent me to a whole nother level. Like my confidence and what I was trying to do in football, my ability and myself, I, I took it to a whole nother level, bro. I was just decked out. UT this, UT that, you know what I'm saying? I was spazzing. I was going crazy on the football field. Like, I was literally turned up because I ain't never heard nobody from my neighborhood doing nothing like that, bro. And it just took me to new heights. It felt like that was some godly type stuff that he did, bro. I ain't going to lie. And I ain't, I kept it in. My, I kept it to myself. But since other people started speaking on this topics years later down the line, I knew I wasn't the only one tripping. I, ain't, I knew I wasn't the only one tripping. You know, so yeah, man. Cause I knew I, I was a diehard Reggie Bush fan too, but I was really the I was ready to rumble with them USC fans. I don't care if you had on the Reggie Bush ver- uh, jersey, and I liked him too. I was ready to rumble with them USC fans, man. So real ones know what it is. But yeah, man. Besides that, people seen what happened to John Gruden and stuff and all this. But man, <laughs> I don't really want to get on that. I mean, we. John Gruden always crossed me as like an asshole to me anyway, so I, I really ain't care about much what he said, you know, but hey, man, he got got, you know what I'm saying? He was running his mouth, so he got got, you know, just casualty, casualty of war, I guess. But yeah, man, and um, what else? What else I want to speak on? Yeah, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, man, what the hell is they doing, man? See, I've been seeing this whole Odell Beckham thing. I've been saying for the past two years straight, since the Packers ain't been doing a goddamn thing, and all they've been having is one wide receiver to throw the ball to. Aaron Rodgers throw the ball to Devontae Adams like 10 times every game, and that's the only way that they win. 10 times. And I've been saying that they should have got Odell Beckham. And I also would like to see if... See, I'm going to put it like this for the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to make it short and sweet. If the Cleveland Browns don't make it to at least the Super Bowl or they don't make it to the conference finals, they need to get rid of uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry because they need to be with a better quarterback. <laughs> Shout out to Jarvis Landry, my cousin, uh, distant cousin. You know, if I seen him, he wouldn't know me from a can of paint. But at the same time, it's like I know him, and I would know him from a mile away. But for that, I just wanted to say, if Jarvis Landry went to the Ravens, that would be an awesome, awesome thing for him. But, yeah, Odell Beckham need to go to the Packers and have a real quarterback that can throw the ball to him because we are not getting the highlights that we want and we're not getting the entertainment we're needing if Baker Mayfield is constantly overthrowing the ball to him. Eli Manning at 39 years old, 40 years old, damn near, with gray hair in his head and his beard could throw the ball to Odell Beckham. So what's Baker Mayfield? Excuse 
So, yeah, man, I just wanted to touch on this subject, man. If you liked it, say you want to subscribe or whatever, and I'm going to be on YouTube, maybe. I'm just on here because, you know, I can. And, you know, I'm having a decent time with it. So, I'm going to stay updated and stuff. And y'all can, you know, check it out and stuff, you know. But, yeah, in the meantime, I'm mainly going to be sticking to what I know best. And, man, much love to everybody. Shout out to everybody, the world, you know. And, uh. I'm going to stay tuned on here, and I'm going to keep it popping, man. Shout out to everybody. Peace.